0: Hi everybody, Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness, and you are about to do another episode of Revving the Word. I really should start counting these and figuring out what number we are on, but it has been a joy to come and move with you, uh, whether it's every day, a couple times a week, once a week. We're just excited that you too are feeling the call and the draw of God. Uh, making your workouts about something more, if you're going to move your body to activate the word of God in your life as well. Can we just agree? That's what we're going to do. We're going to activate the word of God. You don't want to be a passive recipient of this life, this John 10:10 abundant life that God says he came to give us that we actually partner up and participate and pull it down into our life today. So that's what we're going to do Today's workout is endurance only, so really start moving your feet right now. Start doing whatever it is you're gonna do. I will give you no dic- uh, no dictation, no, no direction in terms of what intensity you are supposed to be at. It's just uh, get into a pace, lock in, and be there. If you wanna do some intervals, if you feel that pull, um, of course do it, only if you're led by the flesh, or if the flesh. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I might be a little tired. Um, I tell you, I, wake, I do these with you guys at like 5.30 in the morning, 6 a.m., my time. So I still, I don't drink any coffee. Maybe I need to start doing that. <laughs> so if you feel pulled by the spirit, then of course do that. If you feel forced by the flesh, so test yourself. This is a really good time to be sober and awake to what's going on in your body, what's going on in your heart, what's going on in your mind. Because that stuff always gets expressed through your body. All right, so about 30 minutes. Steady Eddie. And you can learn more about us by going to the website at revelationwellness.org. We are in the middle of the the clean hearting challenge right now. Uh, If you don't know what that is, you can go to our website, check it out under events. It is closed right now, but this is our faith. Then food and fitness challenge for 30 days, we're just going to, we're cleaning out our hearts and we're going to use fitness and food as some, some tools to do that because it's a holistic life (laughs) and can't separate it as much as we try. So we're going to get after our heart in the next 30 days. And today we are cleaning out our hearts by getting honest about what comes out of it when we are rubbed up against or when we are afraid or when we are, um, anxious, because those are honest things, and God is not interested in pretense, so we bring ourselves honestly. Simply as you can manage, you come and bring yourself to the Lord, and He changes our mind, and then our body falls in line. All right, so getting ready. Your feet are moving in some capacity right now, and the point today is to try and avoid the lactic acid buildup Um, You might feel a little bit, but it's, it's really supposed to be a comfortable work pace and intensity. All right. All right, we're gonna get going in three, two, one. Let's go. So whatever you're doing, Notice how heavy your feet hit the ground. Take a few deep breaths in. Exhale. Engage your navel so that you're drawing it up towards the spine just a bit. If you're going to move your body, you want to be conscious, aware of how it's moving. If you plug out completely <clears throat> Well something wrong could happen pretty soon. <laughs> so no fear, but wisdom. I always say, how do you know the difference between fear and wisdom? Because sometimes it's really wise to pull back. And sometimes fear just constantly tells us to pull back or shrink back. Well, you'll know it's wisdom asking you to pull back or giving you a warning. If it comes with a peace, peace. It keeps you whole. It doesn't get you to shrink back in either a smallness or shame. All right. So let me ask you this question. When's the last time you were in a war? An argument? A disagreement? Maybe with others, but maybe even with yourself. That energy that you spend trying to convince yourself or somebody else that you're right or to see it your way, arguments. Our word today is 2 Corinthians 10 3 through 4. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war. According to the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh but they have the divine power to destroy strongholds
1: so I
0: think, can we all agree <laughs> that life feels a lot like war Can we all agree that love is war? Man, it takes such intentional, deliberate living. Every day, seems like almost every moment, to keep the peace, to keep my freedom, to keep my wisdom, because wherever Jesus is, there is peace. So Father God, we open your word today and we say, crack us open, get it in us. Change our minds. Build us up according to your word. In Jesus' name. Build us up according to your word. That's one thing that arguments, a war, if you think about a war, I think destruction, right? I don't think of construction. I'm thinking destruction, deconstruction. Some things in us need to be deconstructed. Some things in us need to be destroyed, amen? Let's just get honest there. There are some things in me. which that's what we would call a stronghold. Stronghold. A stronghold is defined as a castle or a fortress or anything on which one relies. (laughs) So what do you rely on? Can I ask you that question right now? Ask the spirit. What do I rely on? Be honest, don't, don't give your Jesus answer. <laughs> Cause, Cause I want to get after the war. I don't want anybody even, I don't want anybody to die by friendly fire. If I'm gonna shoot, if I'm gonna use weapons, I want them to be the right ones and I want to use them rightly. Strongholds. We have these divine powers in us to destroy strongholds. That's what God's trying to do here. (laughs) That's the war. If everyone that when you're coming to faith in Jesus <laughs> that it meant everything would be peaceful and perfect, man it's war. We really are inviting people into war, but they're fighting a war anyways, amen? They're just, just taking weapons and shooting them off and friendly fire or not. People are getting hurt, dying. Destruction happens to relationships, families break down. In our pain, we choose to numb the pain, medicate it with creation itself, food, drink, money. Let's get honest, because we do walk in the flesh. We are in this thing, and listen, some of us go, ah, this stupid flesh just gets me in trouble. It's not, it's so amazing that God took your ability and wrapped it in some, wrapped it in a way to carry it out, to see it through. He gave us a body, a body he prepared for us. He tells Adam and Eve in the garden, listen, you can eat from any tree, but from this tree, don't touch. Keep your hands to yourself. Use your hands to enjoy everything else that I've given you. And what happens? Our our flesh, our free will, which is the flesh is free. Hear me? You are free to make a choice of what you're gonna do with your mouth what thought you're gonna receive and meditate upon. What happens is when we walk according to the flesh, when we wage war according to the flesh, it begins to build strongholds in us. Arguments and reasonings that we stand upon in order to fortify and secure our opinion against an opponent. Adam and Eve, in that very original sin moment, they walked in the flesh, not in the spirit. And in the flesh they felt their needs, Satan was able you know what satan did he just exposed their vulnerability to choose and they made a choice void void of what god said so first weapon god's word what he said that's how we wage this war i've always said it if i'm having a bad moment an argumentative moment where I'm arguing, where I'm feeling pushed upon, I'm feeling the pressure, I'm feeling anxiousness, fear, that I'm able to realize, oh, okay, there's a war going on. And I can make a choice. I can pick up my usual weapons of my flesh or of the spirit. So I'm gonna give you some time to go to the Lord. Arguments and reasonings that you stand upon in order to fortify and secure your opinion of God. What are those? What are some? arguments and reasonings that you build up. They're your platform, right? A political a political person has a platform that they stand on. It's their opinions, how they're arguing against the other side. What are yours? Because listen, we're either with God or against him. That's, that's, clear moment of the Bible and the gospel we choose. We're with God. We're with God in faith. We're with God through grace, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, all that fruit of the spirit that we did last week or a couple weeks ago, right? Or we're not. So what arguments and reasonings Do you stand upon in order to secure your view, your opinion against God? Talk to him.
1: My song's for you, my song's for you, but nothing else will do, nothing else will do. My song's for you, my song's for you, nothing else will do, nothing else will do.
0: Okay, good job. <laughs> that's trainable material right there, it's so good. You got honest. I'll share with you a couple of mine, some big ones. Now, I've got a lot of these strongholds happen because of sin done to us, sin we've done. It's just, it's impossible. You're birthed, you're birthed into a battle, every one of us. Even in the womb, you were birthed, born into a battle. Born for a battle, love wins. But I didn't know that. It took me to my mid 20s to figure it out. I'm in a battle. And my life story, the earliest I can remember, The enemy, through circumstances, through sin, did his best to convince me, you are all alone. They really don't care about you. Nobody sees you, cares. You're on your own. You're alone. And so, if alone, I picked up a lot of weapons early on. I got street smart really fast. Figured out how to work the system, the world system. If I'm good, I'm rewarded. If I'm bad, I get caught. So if I'm bad, let's get really good at not being caught. (laughs) Come on. And if I'm good and don't get rewarded, watch out. You're gonna hear about it. (laughs) These arguments and reasonings, they kept me safe, but I was not free. I was living in the flesh and by the flesh. I want to live in the flesh according to the spirit. Say that right now. I live in the flesh according to the spirit, meaning I report to the spirit. The spirit is in charge. It's my commanding officer. I report to the spirit, even if I don't like it. Come on. Even if I don't feel like it, I report. Because I know I'm at war. I know I'm in war. Listen, in John 5, Jesus comes up to a paralytic, a man who's laying among many other lame paralytic Blind and deaf people. So it's funny how, in our pain, in our war, we—misery loves company—we will attract what we put out. We will run with the crowd <laughs> that is equal to our character. So I say, make a choice. I—I I, want to run with the crowd that displays fruit and character in my life that I'm even that I'm striving for. Listen. So you're welcome to be around us cuz we're all leaning in, pressing in and building up that God is doing a good work in us and through us on the earth today. That argument, that reason keeps me from destroying because God is, his weapons, they're so counter. Remember, if the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, (laughs) then Jesus says, but I come for life, life, life. That's why, listen, sometimes I, I, you will, you will run alone. You will walk alone as you free yourself up from circumstances and people, relationships that are possibly not healthy, not well. And see, for me, when those times come, you're alone. That lie comes right away and then I have to choose to fight according to the spirit. And I get acquainted with Jesus who he too was misunderstood. He too, he was alone. He had many followers. People that, he he called all his disciples friends, but he never, he never gave over his identity and his power to people. Ever. Ever. He was always found in the Father, in God alone. That's how he could walk in the flesh, but not live and wage and place his bets and arguments according to his flesh so next question what are your flesh responses what what do you tend to do pick a battle any battle right now in your life i know you got one what's your flesh response what does the flesh try to argue you to do and what do you do get honest Go ask. Did you get your one or two? Your flesh response? How about this selfishness, self everything, self rightness, self pity, self condemnation, self ability, independence. What happens- So Jesus comes up to the paralytic on the mat and he says, do you want to get well? Do you want, he just, his words to him were just that. Not how long have you been here? What's the problem? He doesn't even enter the argument or the reasons. He just asks the question. He makes an invitation. Do you want to come?
1: Are about to move from here.
0: And the guy responds with his arguments Prepare. and his reasonings, he, his strongholds. He shows it? his cards, his strongholds. "Sir, fact, like every time I'm the waters stir, somebody else gets so in before me.
1: Tonight, in the presence of God Come on, how many of you are ready?
0: To move? <laughs> Sir, when the waters stir, we're moving. We're moving. I'm not nobody helps we're me.. Nobody gets me life. it right look at all those arguments We're man to the paralytic is just showing from to his strongholds tonight. he's showing
1: somebody's crossing over from shame to grace tonight. Somebody's moving from fear to faith tonight. So Jesus asks you right now do you want to get well to
0: no arguments don't argue. that's right, no arguments, in Jesus name, walk,
1: according to his spirit,
0: according to his promise, according to his goodness. Yeah.
1: We gotta charge the king. We gotta God to serve. We gotta counsel the best. Get preach. up. We got broken hearts to buy. We've got hurting people to heal. Come on, move, church. Move. We're not waiting on a move of Do God. Do you wanna get well? We
0: are God. Pick we up your mat and walk. Pick it up. Pick up your spirit. Pick up your hope. Now. Pluck up your hope. Now and move towards me come on follow my voice listen to my commands i'm the one in charge god says For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. Your weapons are not of your self-pity, self-rightness, self-focus, selfishness. Take your eyes off the problem and put it on the answer. (laughs) for the weapons of all warfare are not of the flesh but have divine power power to destroy the thing that the enemy keeps trying to build up in you and fortify the stronghold that he camps out in The spirit of the Lord says, I'm coming in. I'm gonna blow that thing up. But let me in. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Watch me work. And he speaks to the grave. Rise up. He speaks to the paralytic. Get up. You are not a victim. God wants you to hear this. He is not using you to display destruction. He wants to display his splendor. Building up ancient ruins. I love in Isaiah 61 when he says, I've come. I have come. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me release the captives to heal. Talks about all the work he's gonna do. But then he says, listen, once once we're healed, you guys, you're gonna rebuild the broken walls. The ancient ruins, we're not gonna just say, well, those are old and ancient. No, we're gonna say those, those have value. They taught me something. I'm gonna rebuild those, as rightly so. God never leaves a wake of destruction in his path. If something gets destroyed, (laughs) the winds turn back around and clean that thing up. (laughs) Come on. Our weapons build up. Listen, it sounds very elementary, very preschool, but it's very true. It's all I got for you. It's the unadulterated gospel. Have faith like a child that God is in a good mood that he's in charge, that he's building things up, that he's building you up, that he's removing strongholds, and he's pushing back the boundary lines of your life, creating more space, more ability, more territory taken back in his name right now. Tell him how great he is. Go. That's your great weapon. Go. Tell him how great he is. every weapon of the kingdom, every weapon of the spirit, it is violent against darkness. It's violent. We studied and we revved out the word that the kingdom has suffered violence, but the violent take it by force. The violent take it by force. And we war from heaven to earth we war from heaven In heaven there's no blown up relationships there's no blown up buildings there's nothing blown up it's all built up it's immunized it's already been taken dominion it all owns god owns it all all creation belongs to him from heaven to earth We can take that violent stand of faith 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 will continually work opposite of your flesh think about it if adam and eve had had faith faith not facts (laughs) not evidence not arguments but just faith they would have stayed free We live from heaven to earth. That's violent because the kingdom of darkness, the strongholds that work against us, they build up from the earth upward, from below our feet upward. Can you see that vision of just kind of building up around you, a prison, one sin at a time, one hurt at a time, just starting at your feet just tripping you up when you try to step out of your front door, and that just keeps building the stronghold higher from earth upward, and our weapons that have the power to destroy come from heaven down, we live from the answer, not the problem, and it destroys Anything that's been holding you captive. Anything that's been taking territory away from you. And listen, it happens right now. In Jesus' name. Right now. Say it. In Jesus' name. I am free. Step out. Then move away. Take a step away from that spot you've been stuck in. Whatever you're lacking, ask for it. James says, "If any of you are lacking wisdom, ask, and he'll, Father, will freely give it to you."
1: Do
0: you know that even the words, "for we walk in the flesh," the word "walk," though we walk, it it has a violent connotation. It's military. It's like if I say that walk. It's like an army walking in step together, right? Because the word means to advance by setting foot upon, to tread upon, to encounter successfully the greatest danger from the schemes and problems of Satan to keep us from preaching the gospel that we will encounter that here as we walk forward, as we tread upon the serpent and the scorpion, as we tread upon what's already under our feet, living heaven to earth. then they're saying you're going to encounter the schemes and the problems of Satan that try to keep you from living, and breathing and talking about this good news. Friends, the world is waiting for you to rise up. Rise up, walk right into that problem and right through it. Like Daniel in the lion's den, like Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego into the furnace. Like the disciples into the boat that was sent into the storm by Jesus himself. You're you're sent to go in and build up. Speak life from heaven to earth. That's why in Jesus name whenever you call on Jesus name you're living from heaven to earth violently taking back the kingdom for though we walk in the flesh though we tread upon though we advance though we take territory in this flesh we do not wage our war according to it God makes this really simple for us is when I love sometimes some verses are very polarizing and This is one listen. You cannot live according to your flesh according to what you think according to what you feel They're valid they matter so that when they come you would quickly surrender lay down your weapons turn to me the answer Come along my side. Come to me. Partner with me in my freedom, in my joy. Because my joy is your strength and my strength is your joy, says the Lord. Partner with me. And you and me together with millions and billions of others and growing across the world as followers of Christ will tread upon the snake. And our weapons are divine. It means our weapons sometimes look like singing, dancing, painting, creating, create, 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 create. Recreate. The word to go recreate is to recreate, recreate. He doesn't destroy, he only adds, listen to me, the world is getting better just start making that declaration because we are here what if we took a risk on an eschatology an end times that says before jesus comes he will see so much faith on the earth that he's he's coming back for his bride i gotta have her now she's mine He's not coming back for a bunch of bastard children. He's coming back for a bride. So things are about to get really beautiful on the earth through you, through me. Beautiful. People of prayer, people of song, people of praise, people of wild obedience. People that are comfortable losing their discomforts. Come on, that's a very risky thing to say in modern Western culture that is doing everything in its power to make your life more convenient. More about you, more about you. Do not fall for the schemes. More about him. And listen, when you're more about him, He's just going to become more about you. But the world, we cannot wait upon it to to vote about whether or not it accepts us. That's already, that vote's been made already. Jesus said, never will I leave you or forsake you. You'll do greater things than me. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in me. Get up. Walk. For though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. Not of the flesh, say that right now. My weapons are not of me, but have divine power to destroy this prison stronghold. So Lord, we thank you for this time. I thank you for every ear that's open to hear, for every heart that feels broken and in need of mending. I Thank you for their willingness to get uncomfortable. not be perfect, God, to be broken and put back together and sent out. We receive your word today. Teach us the weapons that have divine power to destroy strongholds. In Jesus' name, amen.